honestly. going operatic i'm trying to fit in with the ghosts at my church <laughs> my church <laughs> i don't go to church i'm a pastor welcome <laughs> to my podcast <laughs> um welcome back to another episode of honestly oh, oh my gosh <laughs> bling i don't know um it's a podcast Yes, um, with two people called Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. And that was a weird laptop noise. We love laptop noises. Get used to just random background noises. That's our thing. That's our brand. I was in class the other day and (laughs) my prof was talking about podcasts because he's done one before. Congratulations, sir. We all have. Um, (laughs) And he was talking about like... He's just like, yeah, like, if my podcast had, like, background noise in it, it would just drive me crazy. And he was, like, listing. He's, I'd like, be so embarrassed. He's like, I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be so annoyed. Like, it's just, like, he's going on and on. He's like, if somebody's, like, blowing their nose or coughing <laughs> or if the phone was ringing, I was and like, check, through, yeah. check, going through check. your checklist. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, listen. Got it. My dude. We keep it real here on Honestly. <laughs> what did you say the other Something day? Something about certified let me, fresh. Let me find it. Mm-hmm. I saved it. Certified fresh, non-GMO, grain-fed, farm-to-table podcasting, maybe. That is what we are about here. That's our new brand. Background noises and non-GMO podcasting. About us. Um, How have you been since the last time we recorded? I've been okay. There's ghosts, as mentioned, in the church behind my house. It's been a whirlwind. It has been. You've got ghosts. Ghosts. There's ghosts. Okay, let me get into the story. It's very quick and not even really a story. More of an anecdote, really. I was in bed trying to fall asleep, but there was very loud music, and I thought it was my neighbor, neighbor, (laughs) neighbor opera singing because that's something that she does. And then when I went to the bathroom. I noticed that it was, in fact, coming from the church behind my house, and it was 3.30 in the morning. Which, as we know, is the witching it's hour. It's the witching hour. Or something. Ghosts. Demons. All of the oh above. My. Oh my. Oh my, oh my. So, oh my, oh my. You know? I'm dancing, but again, this is a visual, not a visual. God damn it. <laughs> it's so early into this to be falling apart. And yet here I am. As you said, it's been a whirl. It's been a whirlwind. It's been a whirl. Wind. The wind has been whirling. <laughs> the wind has indeed been 
were singing. <laughs> it's really, we went to see Harry. We went to see, yes. That was. We did. Also a whirlwind. Harry Styles. <clears throat> My voice got really deep. <laughs> Um, we went to go see him live in concert. Live in the flesh. Um, and that was a fun experience. We got to meet our lovely internet friend, Iris. Shout out to Iris. And also her friend, Grace. Shout out to Grace. And shout out to all the pair. Shout out all the pair. Um, they were lovely and delightful, so that was wonderful. It was. Um, I had an encounter. <laughs> you did with a man who that sounds. It sounds dreamy. like it, sounds like it might be going somewhere yeah. promising. No. Um. So basically, it was at the Air Canada Center, and that was chaos like I've never seen before. Yeah, mobs of Just women, thousands of young girls being herded into the Air Canada Center. Uh, it was a mess. We got inside. It was very tightly packed. We were just like little sardines. It was very warm. It was so... It was humid. And just like not only with actual humidity, but also just people's body sweat. body heat. So it's like the minute you stepped into the Air Canada Centre, you were just like drenched in sweat. Other people's. It was a lot. And we were like slow moving. So anyway, we're like slowly getting through this like giant crowd of people and there's a boy and a girl in front of me i assume they were boyfriend girlfriend yes um i was picking up on context clues that they were (laughs) and at one point they realized that they had to be in a different entrance or had to be they were meeting their friends somewhere else they were not where they needed to be whatever the case may be not in the right spot so they stop in the middle of this like crowd of people it's like a crowd but a crowd that's trying to form several lines yeah. so it was like moving and there was decisions that needed to be made quickly there was movement albeit slow but people were working towards a common goal of yes. getting lined up to go through <laughs> yes. security so these two decide that they're gonna stop in the middle of all of this and turn around to like go against the grain <laughs> but rather than just turning around and quickly like moving through the crowd like any normal considerate human beings would do because Mm -hmm. you realize like wow this is a huge group of people we're not where we need to be they're all trying to get get somewhere let's just mosey our way out super quick which is uh, moseying and quickly are not the same thing anyway they just stand there and i'm like face to face (laughs) with the patriarch of this couple (laughs) (laughs) and they're standing there for several seconds not doing anything and so I'm frustrated at this point because the aforementioned environment that we're in. (laughs) So I, perhaps louder than I intended to say, said, oh my god, can you fucking move? Um, Which they did. They did. (laughs) But then as they passed by the rest of the group of people that I was with, the patriarch of the couple (laughs) yelled back, you fucking bitch. (laughs) And it was really great because it wasn't, as you said, like he just passed you. No. He passed you, passed me, passed Iris, passed Grace, passed a couple more people, and then set it facing the door. Yeah. Like, I had the decency to tell them to fucking move to their faces. Yeah. He waited until he was, like... Far away. 
miles deep into the crowd before- He saw the anger in her eyes and was frightened. <laughs> before calling me a fucking bitch, which, by the way, I also then said thank you to. Yes, which was great, which really tickled <laughs> the guy beside us. He was- Laughing up a storm at Logan turning and going, thank you. Thank you. Um, it was great. Yeah. Uh, I chose to take it as a compliment, even though he very clearly <laughs> did not mean it as yeah. a compliment. Um, so that was a fun experience. I never thought that I would uh, have such an altercation at a Harry Styles concert. Yeah. But as we said, we did get see. We saw somebody get arrested at a One Direction concert yeah, in the past. So, so. it could have been her this <laughs> You never know what you're going to encounter. You just don't. You just do not. It's wild. So shout out to all the men out there who, at the slightest <laughs> sign of resistance or anger from a female, just call them a fucking bitch. That's uh, very mature of you. It is. And you know what? You could have just moved. <laughs> you could have you just kept your mouth shut. And been shut. like, hey, that was not. Very nice. Or you know what? You could have thought, you know what? We should fucking move. <laughs> She's, She's right. absolutely right. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom yeah. with me. Any of those would have been better. That's um, the answer yeah. I would have liked. The response. Yeah. It's being like, you are so wise beyond your years. I will move. I was told that today. Were you? By a coworker. <laughs> That's very nice. Because I was like, my birthday's in less than a week. And then she's just like, she was asking me how old I was turning. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be 24. And she's like, oh, well, you're wise beyond your years. She's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's just, it's been a wild time. You know? Boy, do I. What if we just did that for the rest of the episode? I mean, would anybody notice? No. Because by this point, they've moved on. They've been like, oh, no, okay. Still not get it. <laughs> Give them another try. Today is not the day. Not the day. Not today, sir. Not today. I had a dream last night, and I was just, I could my dream was I was at a school, mm. and I had to pee, and every time I went to pee, I just couldn't pee. And it was so stressful uh. that this morning I was like, oh, God, am I going to be able to pee? Thank you. <laughs> For listening, this has been honestly a podcast. We're wrapping it up early this week, folks. It was very stressful. And I was like, what does this mean? I need some dream interpreters to tell me what's going on. What it means is that you're really just like grappling with some inner turmoil. And you can't release feelings. And it's just like you really need to like find inner peace before you can release those feelings. Okay. Um, You're so right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Um, wow. Oi! I really hope this is someone's first episode. I really do. I hope they're just, like, trying to skip over to where we start talking about stuff and just land on me expressing to you that in a dream I couldn't urinate. Yeah. And I hope that strikes a chord within them. I think it will. Yeah. You know everybody pees. Everyone does. And so that's like a relatable feeling. It. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't want to say I'm brave, but like... How could you say something so brave yet <laughs> so, so controversial? controversial. <sighs> it's what I was born to do. That's what you were put on this earth to do. I think so. I think so. Just an interlude to drink some water. I had nothing to say during that time, so I right. just let the silence, the silence happen. happen. 
I just, I think people need a second to, like, just, like, marinate on what we've been saying. Yeah, to process. We, we're dropping a lot heavy, of truth bombs. A lot of the heavy topics that they've been confronted with thus far. It's been a lot, people. Oh. <laughs> you just went completely cross-eyed. Did I? Yes. I don't think I can go cross-eyed. I, at first, I didn't know you were looking at something. And I was like, why is she just going cross-eyed? I'm missing something. I can't make myself go. Like, you know, people can be like, I can go cross-eyed. And it's like, they do yeah. it. I can't do that. Just but look at your nose. I just look down. <laughs> or like, I can't one, do one, it. One in, another one just stayed. I can't go cross-eyed. Again, this is an audio okay. podcast. I think we should just... I swear to God, some weeks we're, like, on top of it. Like, we know what we're talking about. Um, XXX Tentacion oh, was murdered. Yes. Um, Hold for applause. Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> Snaps. Um, that is a thing that happened, which seems so wild, because we talked Just about talked him very in-depth last week. Yeah, I think we may be responsible. I'm not saying we spoke it into existence, but, um... You're welcome. Uh, so that's the thing that happened. He was shot in Miami, I think. And boy, the reactions on Twitter and the internet have been polarizing. Um, less than stellar. There's, you know, the camp of people that are very much like, okay, no loss to the world as a whole because he was an abusive uh, piece of garbage. Yes. So Correct. there's those people, but then even more, like... I don't know, like, even more resounding are the people who are just like, you know, R.I.P.X., like, gone too soon. So like, talented. So brother. talented. He was so young. He had so much time to turn his life around. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and it kind of ties into what we were talking to. La- talking to? Talking yeah. about. Talking to. It works. Talking still. about last week. Um about how people are so willing to overlook all the terrible things that yeah. people do. Be like, well, they had a banger, so. so I, like, really like that one song. It's, like, so. it's so great. But it was just, it's super distressing to see predominantly young people um, commenting and being like, oh, man, this is so sad. Yeah. This is so rough. Or, like, going out and actually, like, fighting with other people on Twitter. Yes. Being like, you guys are terrible. Someone died. And I'm like, yeah, someone did die, but they also beat their girlfriend to the point where she could have lost her eye. She and was she also was pregnant. pregnant at the time. So you know how really great people do that? That's, a, like, a thing. To be a great person, you have to do that. Yeah, so people are just like, well, like, he could have changed. And it's like, yeah, okay, but he he didn't. And, and so, like, even if he had, that doesn't make those things less bad. No. They were still bad. They just decided they didn't want to be bad anymore. And then I've seen some people use the argument of, like, oh, well, you shouldn't, with like, wish death upon somebody. Like, think of their parents. Think of their family. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, obviously I empathize with the family oh, yeah. who lost a son or a brother or whatever. Like, that's sad. He was a, still a terrible person, yeah. though, so I'm not going to feel sad that he died. Yeah. I feel sad for his family who lost somebody. they have to deal with losing a loved one. Yeah, because that's unfortunate. It is. It's sad. It's sad that he was young, and that's the way he chose to live, live his, his life. life. It's very upsetting that he was that young, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. But he made decisions we that made him not We all make choices. <laughs> so... 
Yeah, it was just, it's been, like, a lot on Twitter over the past few days. Yeah. Um, and I, there's been a lot of people, like, talking about it and, like, putting it in really good terms yeah. and being, like, why, why are we caring about this? Like, yeah. this is completely not relevant. Um, but I tweeted something the other day just basically saying, like, if you are able to separate his actions towards predominantly women and yeah. LGBTQ people, like... If you're able to separate that from his music, then congratulations, you're coming from a very privileged yeah. place. Um, it's like what we talk about when we talk about Jeffree Star. Yeah. When people are like, yeah, he's a racist. <laughs> yeah, he's just like constantly racist and there's like blackface scandals left and right. Sure, I see that. <laughs> but the lipstick, have you tried it? The formula. The formula. Like... People who are affected Mm -hmm. directly by the things that these people do, whether it be domestic violence Mm -hmm. or racism, they don't get to separate those things from each other. You know who can't separate his music from his horrible actions? His ex-girlfriend. With her orbital nerve damage. Did you see what happened to her when she went to the the memorial thing or whatever? Okay, so they had that big memorial where he was killed yeah people were putting up like signs and flowers and there was like a riot <laughs> there was like oh, people yeah. jumping from buildings I don't oh know. go off um but she came because they had a relationship that's difficult to come to terms with i'm sure, sure. and she brought a sign and some flowers and went to pay her respects that's very nice considering what he did to her yeah so. and they set it on fire and screamed at her until she felt unsafe and left. Go off. So wonderful. You're talking about, like, oh, feel bad about, like, his family and his, like, loved ones and parents mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But then you do that to someone who actually was someone well, affected by thing. him dying. They use that excuse when it's convenient for them. Yeah, no, it's very, it's very obvious that's not what you, you're, you just like him and you don't care about women and LGBTQ people. Yeah. But Ling Hain. No, honestly, like, that's the tea. Um, I think if you're literally one of those people that's like, R.I.P.X., like, gonna miss you, buddy. Like, yeah. Um, walk away. <laughs> like, we see, we see you. <laughs> we see through whatever just... you're trying to say. Like, I just have a lot of respect for the dead. So <laughs> I'm just going to... Like, let me, I just, like, I saw people on my timeline on Twitter. Yeah genuinely mourning an abuser yeah. so travis barker upset I, about travis barker just wow. everyone's there was somebody else that was a disappointment to me i don't even remember but it's just yeah. like all right and like i was weeding uh, weeding we- fuck me <laughs> uh weeding at my church i love being elmer fed um <laughs> i was reading a news article about it the other day and they literally described X as, like, a troubled young yes, artist. I saw. And I was like, okay, go off. Like, yeah. that's a really interesting way to phrase it. Um, troubled, sure. Sure. Um, all right. I guess my definition of troubled and their it's definition different. is yeah. different, but hey, work. Hey, that's fine. Anyway, that's the that on that. It's just so transparent. <laughs> Just listen, please. Just come. I would rather you come out and tweet, I hate gay people and also women, than try to be like, well, like, his music was good and, like, 
He's been through a lot. You know, he talked about like, a lot, like, about depression and anxiety, yeah, and I really, so that like, resonates with me. Yeah. Bullshit. There are tons of artists out there that cover similar subject matter and in don't. their work, and they're not abusive pieces of trash. Yep, yeah, so... So just come out and say that you stand somebody <laughs> yeah. who literally beats up women <laughs> and gay people. Just come out and say it. Because that is what you are saying by beating around the bush and being like, well, but, um, uh, but, nah, nah. shut the fuck up. Just please, for the love of all things holy. Shut your face. Shut it. Anyway. <sighs> Did you see... Sorry, I opened my phone and I have... A, I took a screenshot of this because I was like, I need to show Logan and mm. I might as well do it on the podcast. Why not? The Someone reviewed The Incredibles 2 mm-hmm. and it's very obviously a man because okay. no woman would ever write this. Fair enough. Um, Anthony Lane mm-hmm. is the person who wrote this and it gets super creepy really quick. Are let there me, spoilers? I haven't seen it yet. No, okay. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> let me read you this paragraph okay. that will for sure maybe not give you spoilers, but nightmares cool. for several months to come. Cool. Which brings us to the other event. Take your seat at any early evening screening of Incredibles 2 in the coming days. Listen carefully and you may just hear a shifty sound as of parents squirming awkwardly beside their enraptured offspring. And why, kids? Because mommy just leaned over to daddy and whispered, Is it just me or does Miss Incredible kind of look like Anastasia in Fifty Shades of Grey? What? You know the girl in the red room with the whips and all? What? And daddy just rested his cooling soda firmly in his lap. Oh, no. And like Mr. Incredible, tried very hard to think of algebra. What? As for how daddy will react later on during the scene in which Helen and the husky-voiced Evelyn unwind and simply talk woman to woman i hate to think but watch out for flying popcorn what what sir are you are you implying that you have a boner watching incredible 2 in front of children um yeah because i saw someone tweet it and this person like hire women movie critics this review hits peak straight dude bullshit in paragraph 12 so i of course had to read paragraph 12 and then i was scarred for the rest of my life and then they also tweeted two women talking schwing <laughs> then it was like a bunch of like ooga ooga aruga ooga i'm genuinely speechless yeah and they also said, I just feel like I see two dudes talking on screen alone all the time, and it does not give me popcorn flinging boners. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, that's... And that's, this is, um, also, did I say where it was from? No. The New Yorker. Oh, of course it is. It's the New Yorker. This person has a full-time job writing for the New Yorker. Get him fired. And writes about how Mrs. <laughs> Incredible. I just... Uh, I needed to share that with you. I wish you hadn't. I know. I just needed someone else to suffer with me. Because it's just that last sentence that really just drives all of the discomfort home. Mm-hmm. Like, you were already uneasy. because Oh, like, extremely. You're like, why are you comparing her to Anastasia from Fifty Shades of Grey? I didn't need that comparison. And then, 
all the daddy. <laughs> Mm-mm. But that last, I hate to think, but watch out for flying popcorn. Oh, I just threw up in my mouth yeah, a little bit. No. Um, um, fantastic. Thank you so yeah, much. What really... was his name? Anthony Lane. Anthony Lane. Please go fuck yourself. Seek the help you need. <laughs> please, please seek help. We are thinking of you in this trying time. Remember that one episode of the podcast where you said seek, seek help? help, and I was like, seek help, seek help, <laughs> like kelp that grows in the sea. You were very confused. I was like, what? What? Do you not agree that he should seek help? I was like, what did she say? I don't know. Uh, wow, that was literally yeah. one of the most disturbing things I've ever yeah. heard in my life. Yeah. I feel like I'm melting. Like, I'm so warm. Just upset. From just pure discomfort. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just want to know why they did that to me, personally. Uh, yeah. No, I I would like answers. Like, literally, though, no woman would ever go watch a movie, a Pixar movie, and then be like, oh, this is a Let me write something movie. pervy. This is a children's movie. Like, that makes me not want to go see it. Like, why? You sh- Why are you thinking? First of all, you shouldn't be thinking that, but you sure as hell shouldn't be writing that. No. no. Someone's going to be like, should I take my child to see Incredibles 2? Let's see what Anthony Lane thinks and open it and a be like. Esteemed movie critic. Anthony, Anthony Lane. Lane. Anthony, stay in your lane. lane. Comedy. Go jack off at another Disney movie, my friend. Not here. Not at The Incredibles. God. I've waited 14 <laughs> years for this. I don't want your popcorn want your flinging weird jizz all over it. <laughs> anywhere. Gross. Gross. Speaking of gross, Charles Melton, oh. AJ Kappa. <laughs> AJ Kappa. The one and only Mr. Kapaw. Kapaw himself. Mr. Kapaw, if you're nasty. Um, oh. So, you know, we're a fan of Riverdale on this podcast. Yeah, A collective fan. Um, <laughs> we live our life as one as unit. one unit. Uh, a G unit, some might say. <laughs> <laughs> Unplugs the microphone and That's walks That's for out. the best. Yeah. Um, we... Are a fan of Riverdale, and recently, uh, it came to light that some of the stars of that show are how you say <laughs> fatphobic. Um, <laughs> how you say it's a fucking French word, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Japanese music. <laughs> um. Anyways. Yeah, I just, I was looking for something else. I'm pretty sure I was looking for the Chris Hardwick article that we will talk oh, about. Oh, boy, oh, boy, In oh a little boy. bit. But I typed in CH, and then the first thing that came up was Charles Melton Fat. And I was like, what? I was like, like, he's not fat. Like, he's not. He's very, like, built, like, fit very and ripped. And I was like, okay, I don't, I need to know what this is. So I clicked it. And then all of it was just like, I can't believe he's made his account private now instead of even saying anything. And no, 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 And I was like, what? No, 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 My bun really added to that. Um, so people have discovered a series of tweets. More glasses for you. Very nice. Thank Those you. are real, though. They so are. So they're hard to see. Um, 
they found a series of tweets from like 2012-ish. Yeah, 2012, like 2013. That period of time yes. from Mr. Charles Melton. All about fat people. And they're not, they're not great. Let me read them to you. Just a nice assortment. In the eighth grade, I told a fat girl, hey, you're a big girl. <laughs> cool. She replied saying, tell me something I don't know. I said, well, salads taste good. But, um, comedy. Let's do that after every single tweet. When at the gym, do you work out harder if you see an attractive person or a fat person? Hashtag really. But, um, comedy. I just feel like you should be doing, like, the Thorgy kicks. Like, if I could. I I would. Man, tired of all these girls talking about how skinny the Victoria's Secret models are. Hashtag jealous girls. Hashtag get your chunky ass on the tread. Tread? Tread it then. Question (laughs) Comedy! Um, don't tease fat kids. They already have enough on their plates. Uh, um so, I mean, like, there's a lot more that kind of continue on in that vein. Big boobs don't count if you're fat. Yeah, Hashtag they do. Because <laughs> they're just, just more fat. They're just fat. Fat chicks need to understand that wearing yoga pants is a privilege. Not a right. No, it's not. Headed to the gym. Word of wisdom for the day. If you're fat, don't look in the mirror. Okay. Um, my favorite one is coming up after this is the second last. I find it hilarious when fat people, I don't know what it says, it cut off. Great. They need to start eating right. They have already mastered the art of chewing and swallowing. And then my personal favorite, because it makes zero sense whatsoever. The piece de resistance. Hotter than a sauna with two fat girls doing jumping jacks in New York. <laughs> but, um comedy um i have never unfollowed someone so quickly no in my life i just sent logan a text and i was like "Uh uh-oh oh Oh, no (laughs) and then all the tweets and i was like oh no not today satan no 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 um he apologized (laughs) um let me open up his apology just apology i mean like i think we all know what it's gonna say it's gonna be like yeah you know i'm sorry this was six years ago i've grown since then yada 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 let's see how many words are accurate it's like bingo i'm truly sorry for making inconsiderate comments several years ago Mm -hmm. and apologize to anyone i hurt Melton, who replaced Ross Butler <laughs> as Reggie Mandel on bring season two. Bring back Ross. Bring him back. He's so cute. Our unproblematic fave. What I posted and said was immature, offensive, and inappropriate. And most of all, not funny. Not funny. I am ashamed of how I acted, and there is no excuse for that behavior. I'm striving to do better, and will use this experience to grow, helping others to understand how these types of statements are completely unacceptable. just gonna drink my water i mean hey you can pull the whole this was several years ago i'm sorry i didn't know better but he was a grown-ass man six years ago he was 20 years old yeah you should know better yeah shouldn't be out here making these like weird 
unfunny remarks about fat people. And the thing is that when you said them, you didn't think, hey, this could potentially hurt someone. Or this is not the greatest thing to say. Mm -hmm. This doesn't add anything to anyone's life. No. Um, You just thought, I'm hilarious. I'm better than everyone else. Yeah. Let me tweet this. Everyone needs to know my thoughts. Yeah. And now, the only reason you think they're inappropriate and offensive and not right and hurtful, because people have told you that they are. Yeah. Like, you did not come to that conclusion yourself. I'm sure you know those tweets were out there. You just still thought they were funny. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, they've been up on Twitter for the past six years chances are you didn't just, like, magically forget. Because it's, like, yeah. a slew of tweets. It's not, like, a, like one off-handed yeah. tweet where it's, like, okay, like, sure. And they're all, like, they all have something to do with, like, the gym mm-hmm. or, like, girls. Yeah. That's it. So, like, it has to be, like, you're at the gym and you see a fat person, like, working out. And he's, like, brilliant idea. Let me tweet this. Salad joke. Yeah. Um, and then, so, that was Charles Melton's thing. Yeah. And then also somebody exposed Mr. Archiekins himself. Exposed. Um, he liked someone's comment on Instagram that said, making fun of fat people is the only thing that's gonna stop those useless bags of shit dying a fat early death. Yeah. Which really makes what Charles said seem really nice and lighthearted. I can't believe he invented comedy. I feel (laughs) safe as a fat person around him. I can't believe he saved the fat. (laughs) He saved us. Um, I've suddenly lost 3,000 pounds. (laughs) I am just hair. do not exist. (laughs) Um, Um, that one is like particularly terrible. Because it just really exposes a lot of verses. A lot. When you're like, oh, bag of, bag of what? When you're basically saying that, like, fat Fat people people deserve to die. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Like, making a joke that I should, like, eat a salad. I've heard that before. That's fine. That's not You're not original. That's not, please just do better with your comedy. See, that's the thing. It's like, with, and like... It's battle. Like, everything's yeah. bad. With Charles, Everything is bad. With Charles's tweets, it was like, okay, like, we get it. Like, he you're, thought he was funny. You're, you think you're funny, and you're, like, disgusted by fat people. Yeah. Fat women, in, yeah, particular. in particular. Thank you. With KJ's little, like, liking of that Instagram comment, it's like, you're like, you can, want me to die? Like, you're condoning, like, violence against fat people. <laughs> I'm hysterically <laughs> laughing. Because it's so it's ridiculous. so scary. Like, it's not good. Like, oh, wow. Like, mm, tell me more. <laughs> about how I should die. <laughs> because I'm a bag of what? <laughs> Shit! What <was> it? Hey! <laughs> oh, my, oh, my. My, okay, my, no, my. we're not getting into this again. Um... I just I love how easy it is to expose people with social yeah. media now because it's like people think hey, they're dumbass don't like that like, people think they're so like that's the thing this is okay this like, is the thing you may think that that's problematic in and of itself but don't be so stupid to like it that's exactly it. it's like you can have all the weird fucked up <laughs> thoughts that you want to have like go off go for it yeah. 
slay me with your weird thoughts. But it's like- As you want to, apparently, <laughs> slay me. Just, you do you, honey. Like, you can think what you want to think. But this is the great thing. You don't have to then get on social media and either- Yes, agree. Tweet out agree. your weird thoughts, or, like, actively- <laughs> like other people's weird thoughts like you can just not do anything and no one will ever know that you're a shitty person as we've said many times before it costs zero dollars to shut up shut up and don't click on things please god don't expose that you want to kill fat people like jay (laughs) could jay could jay please please oh yikes it's just I'm also interested to see what cast members, fellow cast members, will say. Specifically, <laughs> Cami Mendez and Lily Reinhardt. Because. Who are leading the body positivity <laughs> movement. And they saved me. I feel safe and comfortable in my body because she posted a picture of her looking perfect in a dress. Um, yeah, I just really want to know what she, she's going to say, Lily, because of that whole... Mm-hmm. Someone said I had a role. <laughs> I'm going to prove them wrong. <laughs> take it down. It's gone. It was never there. <laughs> Maybe she just has Charles Melton's tweets, like, taped up. Maybe. She's like, no, no not today. Roles. No roles today. <clears throat> wow. Can you just read that KJ Apple one one more time? I will. Just everyone, moment of silence, take it in. So, uh, I will also tell you, it was made by somebody with the name Ryan Purds, P-U-R-D-S. He's angry, his name's Purds. I mean, who wouldn't be? And so this was his comment, and KJ Apa liked it. And it was like, snaps for Purds. And it says, for those of you who have forgotten... Making fun of fat people is the only thing that's gonna stop those useless bags of shit dying a fat early death. Yep. So you're saying bullying people is the solution to death? Death Death won't come for us if I mock you! (laughs) I'm saving you by bullying you. Shut up. Listen to me. I'm saving your life right now. You're a bag of shit. Look at me. I saved you. Look at me. I am the captain now. You're a bag of shit. Lose weight. I'm saving your life. Oh my god. Thank me later. I just liked this one person respond or like posted it and like said at KJ Appa, maybe this explains why you were friends with Charles Melton. I don't care how long ago this was. You were a piece of shit back then. You still are now because you show no remorse. I would go as far as to say he's a bag of shit. I but mean, I, I don't know where I would have gotten that no, vocabulary I don't know. from. This is an article from Cosmopolitan Australia, so journalism at its <laughs> finest, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But it just says, KJ's yet to address the comments, but it looks like fans aren't waiting around to dub the duo cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. We're also dubbed cancelled. We, I mean, we did um, that ourselves, though. Yeah. Wow. That's all, And that's also, like... Such a weird thought, and it's a thought that a lot of people have, that, like, shaming people is a way to help them because mm-hmm. you're so concerned about their health and well-being. I feel If like... you were concerned about a friend's health, mm-hmm. you wouldn't go, Logan, look at me in the eye. Mm-hmm. You're a bag of shit, and I hope you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do. Thank you. That's the thing. And I saw something on Twitter 
uh, within the last few days, and it might have even been, like, about this, but it basically just said, like, yeah, like, shaming people is never... Yeah. ...the right way to convince them that, like, they need to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, like, that's... That's not... It's not gonna work. It's it doesn't work. It's just a very, like, convenient way of bailing that you just, like, don't like fat people. Exactly. But, like, Because here's hey, the gag. Like, if shaming fat people all of a sudden motivated them to lose weight, there'd I'd be no fat people in the world. None. None. Because guess what? They're getting shamed on a daily basis. <laughs> By everything around them. It's not changing. I actually... I saw a really good, um, thread on Twitter about, um... I'll just, I'm going to read it. So it was this tweet. It said, someone asked me to explain why those Instagram versus reality side-by-sides of thin women standing up versus sitting down, (laughs) posed versus unposed, stomach sucked in versus stomach let loose, images are harmful. So I spent like an hour of my life making an Instagram story on it. And then she posted like some of the... Yes, this was so good. ...things from it. So it says... Um, these kinds of posts go viral and these accounts gain followers precisely because they do nothing to challenge the status quo. They make people feel comfortable. They make people feel safe. Feminism isn't about feeling comfortable. Yes, it's cool that women who look like me, in brackets, thin, white, able, pretty, feel good about themselves when they see those posts. Awesome. But the question is, who do these images not help? In fact, who do they further marginalize? Some people aren't just fat, quote unquote, in an unflattering photo or when they sit down. Some people are always fat. And fat people can't just feel good about themselves out of oppression. They are marginalized by medicine, by the criminal justice system, by hiring practices, and more. People of color, trans people, disabled people are still marginalized by beauty standards. They don't magically become quote-unquote pretty when they stand up or suck their stomachs in. These same groups experience violence at at astounding rates because of their bodies. Who is a thin, white, able cis woman helping when she shows that she has rules when she sits down? Other people who look like her, whose greatest struggle with their bodies is that they don't feel quote-unquote pretty enough. That is not nothing. I know it is inspiring for some people. It sure as hell helps me. But it actually actively hurts other people. And it pushes people with more marginalized bodies further into the margins. So no, I don't really give a fuck of it. Wait. I don't really give a fuck if it makes thin white women like me feel good. Because what the fuck does that do for people who are being murdered? Exactly. Um, and then she also went on to say, a body positivity that centers the most privileged experience isn't one that is challenging oppression. It is white feminism. And then in brackets, you can Google that phrase if it's unfamiliar to you. I'm sure the women in those image. I'm sure the women in those images are very nice. I'm sure she struggled and she deserves healing. I'm sure she's helping lots of people feel better in their skin. And yes, all of that matters. But it is exemplifying a trend in body positivity that is exhausting and unhelpful in the greater scheme of things. In the short term, it's helping some folks. In the long term, it is harmful. Yep. <laughs> and that's all from Twitter user Fya M F Abello. It's a good name. Melissa A Fabello is her. She has a PhD. Okay, okay. go off. <laughs> it sounds like she does. Um, I thought that was more beautiful and succinct and well worded than yeah. I could have ever said. Yeah. And it's something that we talk a lot about on the podcast. Yeah, because we see those posts all the time and talk about them pretty much every time we see them. Because they drive us bonkers. They're just ridiculous. Where it's like a very thin, conventionally attractive, societal norm, Mm -hmm. cisgendered white woman. Yeah. um, Sitting down and having a role and then being like... It's taken me a thousand years to come to terms with this role. 
<laughs> we're the best of friends now. I we do everything rule. together. And it's like, that's when you sit down. That's just a crease in your body that, that, that happens. Th- that's just what bodies do. Um. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> it's just, just please, as with anything, think about all the things before you post it and put yourself in. Because it's like, at this point, as someone who is actually fat, looking at a movement that was created for people who are actually marginalized by society in whatever kind of way to feel better Mm -hmm. i feel worse yeah and completely odd like ostracized from it like i don't that's not a space anymore for people who it was made for no it's for white people white skinny women Mm -hmm. to get comments on their posts about how beautiful and inspiring they are exactly like you're getting that already yeah (laughs) please make room yes just a thought just some food for thought. Just some food <laughs> would be that. Nice. I'd love some food. Some salad. I hear it's I good. I hear Charles it's fantastic. Charles Melton told me so. Ugh. We love. People are trash. I like how in every episode we can find a reason to go on a tangent about body, body. positivity. It's just, I'm so mad. I'm full of so much rage. So much rage. Just, it will never go away. No. I'm just ready to fight. With Let me in my role. <laughs> didn't come to play <laughs> speaking of trash Oy vey. this is a large uh large bit of trash if you <sighs> i just don't even know where to start with this um chloe dystra who is chris hardwick's ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and is like she cosplays very popular and has like a very well yeah she's like career like she's like a professional cosplayer yeah she and she's like really good like that's amazing it's so it's so interesting that people can do stuff like this like what a cool career right and she's like like really good amazing and so she does appearances at like comic-con and Mm -hmm. all like festivals like that where it's like so dope so she's you know She's killing it. Um, but she was dating Chris Hardwick for quite a bit. For those of you who don't know who Chris Hardwick is, because <laughs> who does? Um, he had a, sh- a game show? He was yes. at Midnight, right? That at was Midnight, him. yes. Uh, and then he also hosted The Talking Dead. And he has a bunch of, like, AMC shows that are, like, talking after Right, shows. AMC just, like, sucks his dick. Yeah. And, um... So he has a bunch of those shows. Before that, he was on some MTV show. Then he went into rehab and came out and lost a bunch of weight. Oh, And then off. his career came back with stand-up and all that jazz. Mm, and then she got a bunch of shows. But basically, they were dating for quite some time. Would always talk about her on his various shows. And then one day, distinctly, I remember watching The Talking Dead or At Midnight or something like that, mm-hmm. and going, oh, this is really uncomfortable and not appropriate. Because he just started talking about how his girlfriend cheated on him, and now he had to go get a bunch of SDT. SDT? Girl. SDT. I love speaking. It's great. STD. Tests is what I was trying to say. Um, 
because, you know, she's just slept with so many people and it's just, she's so disgusting and, like, all this stuff. And you could tell the other people around him were like, Chris, this is not the time or place for this. You're on television. I just, I I can't get over how unprofessional and weird that is. Yeah. And just the fact that, like, before, like, when they were dating, like, he would still talk about, like, I just think it's weird, like, in his capacity as, like, a host that he would spend so much time talking about his girlfriend. He, that's, it got to a point, okay, so I watched At Midnight because I enjoyed participating in the hashtag pun games. Yeah, you that can go back best. in Zoe's tweets and find her. There's She's a lot. very funny. Um, <laughs> <he's> comedy! <laughs> um, so, like, I liked that show quite a bit, and, like, when I first started watching, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever, and I watched The Walking Dead, so I started watching that, because I was like, it's the guy from At Midnight, let me watch yeah, this, too. Yeah, of course. Um, the first, like, year or two of watching the shows, I was like, fantastic, you're great. And then it just got, I was like, all you're doing is making dick jokes, not funny, the women around you look very uncomfortable, Mm. I don't like you very much, and every five minutes you're talking about yourself. Like, someone could be like, oh, my journey as an actor, and he's like, yeah, my girlfriend and I once went to see a movie with actors who also <laughs> had journeys, and you're like, what? But anyways, his girlfriend, Chloe, his ex-girlfriend, Chloe, came out and said that, shocking really to no one, he was an abusive piece of trash. Um, I'm gonna read you the rules. Oh, dear. Um, she said, our relationship started out poorly. Within two weeks, rules were quickly established. Some of these included, right. so this is not even all of them. It's not the full list. One, I should not want to go out somewhere at night. My nights were expected to be reserved for him. If he, As he had a busy schedule, this alienated me from my friends. Mm, wow. I was not to have close male friends. Um, as he was sober, I was not allowed to drink. That's one of them. She was not allowed to speak in public places. Uh Elevators, cars with drivers, restaurants where the tables were too close. He felt like people could be listening to their conversations. So he was like, we're just not going to talk. And, um, she wasn't allowed to take photos of them. Um... Then, perhaps most disturbing about this, Mm. but also the part that made me go, yep, that sounds like him. Mm. That sounds like something that would happen. Was she talked about how she would be, like, tired or she would have, like, migraines or feel sick or whatever, but he would want sex and he would sexually assault her and she would just lay there crying Mm -hmm. and he thought it was funny and would call it starfishing. If that is not the most repulsive thing you've ever heard. It's really horrible. Like, it's horrific. Um, she also, like, had a lot of struggles with, like, anorexia and, like, Mm -hmm. it's just all awful because she was, like, really stressed out and she lost a bunch of weight and then he, of course, wasn't, like, saying anything about it not trying to be helpful and she had, what's that called, the end... The pregnancy that was just oh, in the yeah. tube. That was another part where I was like... That was absolutely horrible. This is the grossest thing. Um, Where is it? What is the period called? Ectopic pregnancy. Yeah. Because of 
she she didn't get her period because of anorexia and so she got pregnant ectopically mm-hmm. and um she called him on the phone when she had to go have surgery crying saying please don't be mad at me but i have to have surgery because i'm pregnant yeah not like i'm in the hospital like i need you to come here i could die like i could die this is very scary she was like don't be mad at me i'm pregnant yeah and i might die by it okay yeah see you have a surgery and then this it's just the worst thing ever um then after my recovery he and my mother were greeted by the doctor their surgery went well she'll be fine said my doctor thank god said my mother that's great when do you think i can have sex with her again said my ex it was his first question my mother never forgot yeah so he's a piece of shit there's really no way around that. The whole article, it's, where is it? Is it Medium, yeah, I believe? Yeah. yeah, it's in Medium. Um, It was unlisted, or she just, like, wrote it, mm-hmm. and then people found it, and it went viral because yeah. of that. But she just did it to, like, get it off of her chest, rightfully so. Yeah, because she said that she had been, there. like, trying to write that story yeah. for, like, years and had wrote it several times and then just like been like no that's not good enough not and then she had a conversation and someone's like you just need to just get it out yeah and um the whole thing is just horrifying like read it and it's important to like hear her story because it's something chris hardwick is one of those people that's the epitome of i'm a nice guy i'm a nerd Um, that's really just a really, like, violent and misogynistic and racist subset of, like, nerds and, like... If somebody describes themselves as, like, a nerdy nice guy, like, that is a huge red flag. Yeah. One of the lines that she used in here that I think she took from... She said it was from someone else... Uh, oh, from <laughs> Bojack Horseman. Oh, yeah. And it's such a, it's really good. She said that, um, this story, post, whatever this is, serves as both closure for me as as I say farewell to my 20s and stumble my way into my 30s. And it serves as a warning for every single one of you, regardless of gender. One of my favorite quotes comes from Bojack Horseman. You know, it's funny. When you look at someone through rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. I see that screen cap come up so much just, like, on Twitter and stuff like that, and it's so accurate. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think that's why people are like, well, like, why didn't you just, like, leave the relationship? Or, like, like, this, like, you're looking at it, like, hindsight is 20-20. Yeah. And it's really easy to, as an outsider, look at something and be like, well, why didn't you just leave? Or why didn't you just do this? rules? Like, what? And it's just, like, obviously... She was coming from a place where she was extremely insecure. And so much younger than him. Didn't even mention that. Oh, yeah. Like, he was, like, 10, 15 years. Yeah, he's, like, in his 40s. And, and like, she's just turning 30 now. Um, She was coming from a place where she was, like, really insecure. Obviously, she was battling with anorexia. Like, she was, like, a very vulnerable person. And this creepy-ass predator just completely preyed on her. Yeah. And isolated her from her friends and family so that by the point... Where she figured out, maybe I should leave. She yeah. had nowhere to go, no yeah. one to turn to. And she was just like, even from reading it, she is pinpointing herself all the moments where she's like, yeah, I felt unsafe here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was being sexually assaulted. 
yeah, I was really like not doing well with my anorexia and all this stuff. But all of it, she was still scared that he was going to be upset with her. And that was like the major concern. So it's like when you're at that point of anything, it's you're not worried about yourself. You're like, oh, no, like he's going to be mad at me. Like I can't. It's just the best part of this, though, is the end Mm -hmm. where I was just like slow clapping (laughs) alone in my living room as I read this. She said, P.S. to the man who tried to ruin my future. Oh, yeah, because he also uh, blacklisted her from a bunch of jobs and um, they just let it happen. We saw that with Harvey Weinstein and all of his. (sighs) If someone wants you to just blacklist someone just because they had like a, I don't like her anymore. Yeah. um, You should not do that like don't you should probably look further into the situation yeah don't be like am i protecting an abuser yes but i'm gonna do it anyways like don't take that at face value (sighs) but anyway she said p.s to the man who tried to ruin my future a sincere and heartfelt apology could have made my last four years a hell of a lot easier the person i used to date would try to sue me due to pride i would not recommend it i have audio and video that will support and prove many of the things I've stated in this post. I've chosen not to include it for your sake in the hopes that the person you've become will do the right thing. Yes. I just love that being like, oh, by the way, I know you're going to say it didn't happen, but I have but video like, I have and audio proof. But have fun, Chris. Um, yeah. He, of course, came out with a statement that was like, none of it happened. I loved her. We just didn't mesh well together. And so now she's angry, even though she's completely moved on and mm-hmm. doing fine in her career. And, and you're making weird comments about you having to get an STD check yeah. because she cheated on you. Yeah. That's like, that's never appropriate for any kind of work environment. No. Or any environment other than maybe you talking to a friend being like, oh my God, this happened to me. Yeah. You don't have to do that. You no. don't have to include this on television. No. Anywhere. I'm just so happy he got outed as, like, the little abusive weasel that he yeah. is. Like, good. And then, of course, I I just really want to see what male comedians who have been on his show oh are going to come out and say. I'm interested to see what AMC is going to say. Yeah. I know they've, for now, been like, well, we're not going to go through with the show. And it's, it's like, on hold. Um, f- both Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead are over. Like, yeah. this season is done. Both of the shows, the seasons are done. So it's, like, easy for so, you to say. Yeah, there's not going to be a Talking Dead because there's no Walking Dead on to until talk October. About. So... That's great. That's convenient for them. It buys them some time. Yeah. By October, everybody will have forgotten about this. Yeah. They can bring it back. No one will care. I just... I really want to know, because some... I've seen some female comedians, of course, coming out and being like, I support Chloe. Like, good. You're yeah. so brave for coming out with this. I don't think I've seen one male comedian say anything. Yeah. Which is... The same exact thing as the Louis C.K. nonsense, mm-hmm. where they're like, it's just a part of comedy, they're sexual harassment. like, if you harassment. can't handle that, then you're in the wrong career. Honey. Like, just... Oy vey. Exactly. Um, speaking of male comedians, can we just, like, real quick talk about, um, what's-his-face and Ariana Grande? Pete Davidson? P- I wanted to say that, but I was like, that's not right. Yeah. Um... Because Zoe made... Yeah. Zo- okay, so... This has been a thing that's been happening for literally, like, a few weeks. And this has been grinding my gears low-key the whole time. Yeah. 
So, little backstory. Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson from SNL um, are engaged. Yes. They've been dating for a, a month. <laughs> um, and social media seems to have really taken to it. They think it's super cute. Everyone's like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is so cute. I love them. And it's like, sure, go off, like, whatever. Yeah. But, um... Pete Davidson was dating Cassie David for a very long time mm. in the world of just, like, young romance yes. and, like, entertainment business. Yeah. Like, they were like, two or three years. That's, like, a considerable um, amount of time. He also got matching tattoos with her. That seems to be a trend of bad decision-making. Yeah, go off, um, And all of a sudden, Ariana Grande... Just in the picture, seriously. And then engaged, just like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, he apparently broke up with Cassie on, like, her birthday. That's cool. Which is really nice and great and wonderful. And here's the thing. So I've seen a lot of people on Twitter being like, oh my god, Ariana Grande left Mac Miller when he was so vulnerable and they were together for years and now she's engaged to Pete Davidson. Like, I'm sick for Mac. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. And everybody's just like, he's a grown man. Like, please, like, let's drop also, this. Also, she stated that the relationship was toxic. So I was exactly. like, get out of it. I don't fault you for that at all. Exactly. No but it's qualms. like, everyone's just like, oh, poor Mac. But I have seen absolutely no one. Justice for I've seen absolutely no one go, Oh, like, what about Cassie though? Like, yeah, her. Like, it was like a similar relationship yeah. dynamic, if you think about it. Whereas, like, Ariana Grande and Mac Miller were together. Mac Miller has dealt with like substance abuse, yeah. substance abuse issues and addiction. Um, Cassie and Pete Davidson were together, and Pete Davidson has also dealt with yeah. substance abuse and addiction. Um, he has a borderline personality disorder. And went to rehab and talks about it a lot on mm-hmm. SNL. And, like, given that he was dating Cassie for the last few years, yeah. she, you know, you could assume was somebody who helped him through that, or at least was a support system mm-hmm. for him. But I just think, like, it's so, like, it's so typical that people are like, oh my god, this poor guy, like, poor Mac Miller. Yeah. But fuck Cassie. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, if you're gonna be so concerned about Mac Miller, which, like, I don't think people should be... But at least show that same concern towards the Cassie, girl yeah. of the situation. And then, on top of that, it's not just, like, oh, this, like, kind of really shitty thing happened in Cassie's life. Mm-hmm. Dating someone for a long time. Obviously was very in love with him. Mm-hmm. Based on Instagram posts, if that tells you anything. Yeah. Um, and so publicly has had to go through it and see every day on the news something else about Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. But then... All of Ariana Grande's fans were going on her pictures and being like, you're ugly, you're terrible, he's so much better now with Ariana Grande, you could never, like, all things that I'm like, leave her, like, what did she do? She hasn't said anything. She is minding her own business, she is living her life. The best thing was, though, when the engagement news was, like, hashtag confirmed, yeah. she posted a picture of her in a Jeep, like, oh, a safari yeah, yeah. Jeep, and she's like, just got back from Africa, what, what did I miss? <laughs> I was like, oh, amazing. I just think, like, you know what? It's fine. Like, if people on the internet want to be like, oh my god, Ariana and Pete, they're so cute. Like, that's fine. But, like, 
<laughs> what about everyone else? I just think, like, there was a relationship that... Two relationships that broke up very quickly mm-hmm. to make way for this one. And who knows, maybe both of the relationships were, like, super toxic. And, like, obviously we know that, like, Mac Miller and Ariana Grande, like, that was, like, not a good place for her to be. But... I don't know. Like, if you're gonna be so concerned about one, perhaps pretend to be concerned about yeah. the other at the very least. And, like, Zoe texted me this earlier, but it's just, like, the timeline is oh, just suspiciously it's close. It's very shady. It's, like, the last post of Cassie and Pete was, like, on May 1st or yeah, something. Yeah, it was, like, beginning of May. And then, the like, suddenly Ariana it's, like, a week after that. And then they're engaged. It's a lot. But okay. Like, I just wish everyone happiness and health, honestly. Um, I hope Mac Miller's doing well. I hope Cassie's doing well. I hope Pete and Ariana are very happy together. Just wish everyone nothing but the best. It's too fast, but like, very, what do I know? What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I just started laughing like that. Nah. That's my new laugh. Mm. Nah. Karen. Mm, Susan. Should we do our unsolicited advice? advice? Read? Um, yeah, so we got advice for you today, people. Because was it last week that we didn't do it? The week before. The week before, right. Um, so this is another one from Friendship Advice on Reddit. And the um, title is, I think it's time to cut them out. And the user is elst underscore. So they are saying, Over the past seven years, I've had these friends who've been slowly showing that they don't care about me like they would each other. They still act like they care, but when it comes down to inviting me or supporting me with certain things, it's just hard. They don't make much of an effort to be... Wait, what? I just confused myself. (laughs) Um, They just don't make much of an effort to be supportive or show that they want me in their life. They send me Snapchats and comment on my social media as if they're my BFF, but realistically, that's not the case. After my recent breakup, they were supportive, and I had asked if they wanted to go on a girls' trip with me for my birthday. They were excited to hear that I wanted to spend more time with them, but they still avoid trying to hang out or hit me up rather than me make plans. I think I'm done trying with people who would make obvious efforts with other people... This is not well written. (laughs) I think I'm done trying with people who would make obvious efforts with other people since all they do is post about it whenever they're with someone. How do I just cut them out without making it seem harsh? Or if they notice that I deleted or blocked them, then how would I go when they call slash text or run into me asking what that was for? I don't like confrontation much, so I really have no idea what to do. Me. (laughs) I don't like confrontation. What do I do? I mean, like, who does like confrontation? I know. Whoa, I just kicked the table. Like, I know that there are people who are better at handling it than others, but, like, are there people who genuinely enjoy confrontation? There's that one person out there who's like, yeah. They're like, I will confront everyone. Um, wow. It's just, it's hard I know, (laughs) but you gotta sometimes just let it, let it fizzle away. As they would say in Frozen, let it go. Let it go. Um, yeah, I've been in similar situations where people just don't seem that interested anymore. 
But, like, they're still making efforts with, like, other people. So you're like, it's just me. Um, (laughs) Which is a great thing for self-confidence and esteem. Which is kind of a bummer, but it's just like, well, if they're not putting in the time, I'm not going to put in the time. Why am I going to, you know, spend my days chasing after people and trying to make plans with people who don't really care one way or another? Yeah. And what was the, they said something about, like, um, like, what would I say or, like, Mm -hmm. if they, and the thing is, if this is the way that they're behaving, Mm -hmm. they won't care. They already don't. Like, well, that's kind of the thing. It's, like, this is almost, like, the best kind of situation in terms of that because, like, you probably don't really need to have any sort of conversation about it. It's something that you can just let kind of naturally fade away um like a nice tan just let it fade (laughs) away away. um but it's just like you know whatever if they want to like your post on social media that's cool you can still like their stuff but it's like just stop texting them like they're not texting you so just stop texting them I've done this a lot of times where you just kind of fade you you just the the distance. You just stop putting in the effort. Yeah. And, like, chances are they're gonna be, like, cool. It's because, like, at that point, you're the only one still putting in mm-hmm. effort. So it's not like you're gonna stop putting in effort and then the person's gonna be like, oh my god, so-and-so has stopped putting in effort. Like, yeah. what do I, like, I want to be their friend still, clearly, from all that I'm doing yeah. to prove it to them. Like, they already have not put in any effort to, like, stay your friend. Well, exactly. And it's, like, it doesn't have to be, like, some big thing where you, like, delete and block them on everything. I mean, like, you can if you want to. If you live for the drama. (laughs) If that's what you need to do. But, like, just, like, honestly, keep following them. Mute them if you want to. The mute feature is... Logan's a queen. Honestly fantastic. I've really taken to that. (laughs) Um... That way, like, you don't have to have, like, that awkward conversation where it's, like, if they realize that you unfollowed them and then, like, they make you look like the bad person. Yeah. Just mute them. That way you don't have to see their posts. You don't have to see them hanging out with other people when they're not hanging out with you. Like, just go live your life. Go hang out with your other friends that want to spend time with you. Don't worry about whatever you're doing seeming harsh because, like, again, as I said, the other person clearly has not put in that much effort and they consideration into how you're feeling. Yeah. So, just don't pay it any mind. Exactly. Like, it sounds like they've this person's, like, kind of already come to terms with, like, the fact that they're cutting these people yeah. out of their life. And all I'm saying is it doesn't have to be, like, an aggressive cutting out of your life. Just stop making an effort. Yeah. And it'll just naturally, organically, GMO-free, <laughs> just fade into the distance. Exactly. And it's like, if this person that you're writing about should ever come to terms with, maybe I've not been a good friend to this mm-hmm. person, and they decide to pop in, fine. Yeah. But it's it doesn't have to be your life, you know? Exactly. You don't have to sit around waiting for these people to want to spend time with you, or like chase them down trying mm-hmm. to make plans. You can move on with your life. and You can hang out with people who want to hang out with you. Do bigger and better things. Yeah. And if and when these people ever decide, oh, why am I not hanging out with this one person? <laughs> yeah. 
then, like, they'll make an effort to come back into your life. That's, that's our two cents, I think. That's the that on that. Bing! Bing! <laughs> Felt like it needed a bing. Is there anything else you would like to talk about? Oh, I think I'm, I'm fine. Me too. Um, we have social media that you can follow us on various platforms. Oh my god, wait. I have to give... (gasps) The update! I have to... Okay. I was remiss last week. We can't end this. We can't. Because I forgot to give an update on the budding romance in my class. So, last week, the patriarch of this budding romance... (laughs) that's your new go-to. I don't know. It's funny to me. Um, he was late to, no, he wasn't late to class, what am I saying? I think he was there on time. I'm getting my weeks mixed up. Anyway, we're sitting in class, we're talking about social media, and so my prof asks a question about social media, whatever, poses this question. This guy raises his hand, and the words that left his mouth, I was not ready for. I will never forget receiving this text message. I was genuinely, like, sitting there, and my face was just like, ah! Like, I was inwardly laughing, and I immediately started typing to Zoe what he had just said. This guy goes, well, I work with influencers on the daily. On the daily. And I honestly don't know what he said after that, because I blacked (laughs) out. Because I was just like, is anyone else hearing this? Um, on the daily, so, baby. That's fantastic. He works with influencers on the daily. I'm so happy for him. Um, I found out his name, but I don't want to say it on the podcast. No. I'm just so excited to hear what it is. I texted this. it to you. Did you? Yeah. It was like in one of my texts that I sent you the other day when I was at oh. class. Because I was like, he just, well, I was like, so-and-so, a.k.a. Casanova, oh, just walked in. I just in. read Casanova, and I was like, there he You're is. like, I My know. man. Uh, so this week at class, he, like, came in. We all saw him walk by, because there's, like, windows on either side of our classroom. We all saw him walk by, and so our prof was, like, waving at him, but he didn't, like, the guy didn't see. And so when he walked into class, the prof, my prof was like, oh, we were all waving at you, but he didn't see. And the guy just goes, I was listening to a really good podcast. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, literally no one asked, first of all. Um, second of all, I hope it was ours. <laughs> it was. He was like, I really love the background noise. He's like, I love this segment where they talk about this budding romance. He sounds fantastic. Like, am I He likes only Post Malone one? too? God, I just want to meet him. Iconic. Anyway, until next week. <laughs> Oh, also they were micro-influencers. Oh, yeah, he then went on to specify that it was micro-influencers, and I was like, well, that sounds less impressive now, doesn't it? Yeah, that's us. I would say we're micro-influencers. Like, you need a microscope ourselves to see us (laughs) on a micro-level. Oh, but yes, back to our social media, which we do have. We are on Twitter and Instagram at HonestlyPod, and we are on Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. We have a website, which is the honestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. And we also have an email, which is the honestlypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on all of these things. I got everything right. You did. Take a screenshot of a review, should you want to review us, and we'll send you a sticker if you email us that review with your home address. Or mailing address, your P.O. box. If you have a P.O. box, you can send that to us. And we'll send you a limited edition. 
Honestly Pod sticker. Limdish, baby. Limdish. 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 And then we'll never record again. We suddenly get a like incline of just yeah. like people reviewing us. They're Amazing. like you're terrible. And we also have merch. We do. You can find it on our website in a merch tab, or you can find it at honestlypod.threadless.com. Sweaters, t-shirts, notebooks, phone cases, mugs, everything. Other things. Um, if you purchase merch, send us a picture. Yeah. Because that. that would be cool. I would cry. Probably. Most likely. I'm crying right now thinking about it. <laughs> Is that it? That is all. All right. Bye. Bye.